0: The Virtual Ball Boys podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend
1: Matt. We are the Virtual Ball Boys. Listen to us. Instead of playing with your toys, it is really hard to write lyrics to this song, but this podcast is by who? BBB with Chris and Matt.
0: Damn right! Put away your toys, because it's your Old Ball Boys time. Let's go. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice job. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah. I, it was... it was, it. was Did you... Uh, I, I, well, Compare the processes between last year's song and this year's song.
1: Well, last year, last year I wanted to make it about the podcast itself, about virtual ball boys. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, and this year I was like, okay, I got to change it somehow. Yeah. And I decided to keep the first and last lyrics the same, and the the middle ones uh, change it up a bit. See what I can do with those. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And that only works. so many things rhyme with boys.
0: <laughs> it's not, it's not a wide range of options that you have ultimately. <laughs> nope. so it's kind of hard. Uh, welcome, everyone, to season three of Virtual Boys. Can you believe we've done this for this long?
1: Uh, it feels like a normal part of my life at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we, we, us two, we've been pro- podcasting together for five years, six years, knowing yeah. each, each other longer than that, of course. Um, but, uh, it, this is the, uh, th- this is the third season of Virtual Ball Boys for the, th- the, and we're entering our third year of Team Chaos Productions. Uh, if you don't know who the fuck we are, let me tell you, we're, uh, two guys, uh, that love a sport that we will never play. Um, and, uh, it's a, uh, we're, we're very... Uh, unique individuals that come to the table with a very different perspective <laughs> than probably most sports podcasts of just being like, or at least for me, it's become like, I don't really give a shit what's happening on the football field. I just, I'm here for the fun you know, of the chaos of it. <laughs> Quite literally team chaos. Indeed. Um, uh, so uh, what's, what is to, what, what, what do you uh, expect from us? I guess is uh, the viewer. If you're curious, what the fuck's going on? All right. Both returning and new. All right. Uh, first of all, I say fuck a lot, so you gotta get over that. Second of all, um, we are going to be having weekly episodes, uh, every, mostly every Wednesday, depending on, you know, obviously schedules could change, but every Wednesday we're gonna come to the table, we're gonna talk about the NFL, what's been going on in the NFL. Uh, Maybe we'll have a a fun segment here or two, and we'll be predicting uh, what is going to be happening in the next week or so. And, uh, you know, today we're going to be doing our week one picks. We're going to be giving our playoff predictions, our Super Bowl predictions, our award predictions. We have a lot of predictions that we have to get to later on the show. Uh, But... In addition to our weekly episodes this year, we're also doing something a little bit different. As some of you know uh, from following us the past few, or or at least this past year, uh, we introduced a new uh, thing, a big thing that project that we've been working on with Virtual Ball Boys called the Virtual Ball Boys Football League. And it revolves around eight teams that are made up of uh, fictional characters. Specifically, last year was video games. This year, it's both video games and uh, animated uh, characters from animation. Um, And so... Uh, We have eight teams filled with characters uh, that we'll have uh, competing uh, every Saturday or so on a live stream on Twitch.tv. But what we're doing on Twitch.tv slash Productions. But what's different this year uh, is that we're actually going to be putting it on our podcast feed because I felt like it would be weird to cut you guys off uh, like we did last year. So uh, expect that on occasional Sundays <laughs> is how I'm going to put it right now. Cause you never know yeah. what, what the schedule's for sure going to be. Uh, but the goal is to, to have at least one episode uh, coming this month. That is just going to be purely us, uh, playing a week of the Virtual Ball Boys Football League. Uh, you could list, If you want to listen to all of our prep that we did for it, uh, including the draft and the creation of all those teams, you could go back to our off-season episodes uh, that we had since February, essentially uh, March, I would say, uh, that we really started digging deep into creating these teams. Um, so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. and But now we're here. We're on the cusp. We're two days away, or at least for when we're recording this. Uh, tomorrow is the kickoff uh when this episode goes up and it's so exciting let's get into it let's talk some football oh did you have anything to say Matt? anything that you, that you feel like you need to tell the folks to to know who you are no they know me <laughs> just just nothing to add there's nothing <laughs> what what is the most unique thing about you all right how about that let's go there
1: what is the most unique thing about me in particular. Yes, yeah, yeah. That I'm willing to share on this podcast. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I legitimately do not know how to answer that question. <laughs> well, I you guess know- between, between me and Chris, I am much more <laughs> interested in the fantasy football aspect. There you go, there you go. There you so, uh, a lot of things that I might be talking about, and I just had a fantasy draft yesterday, and I feel really good about it.
0: Yeah, there, there you go. Did you decide on a name, by the way? A nickname? Uh,
1: I, I went, I just went with Hollywood stars. Oh, okay. Yeah, so keep yeah, can the, it keep the, yeah, keep the BoJack reference.
0: There you go. There you go. Um, I, I I was gonna throw out the fact that you know how to uh, play an instrument, as we could, as you, <laughs> as you play multiple instruments. In fact,
1: well, yeah, true.
0: <laughs> For uh, the so that mm-hmm. that's how that intro kind of came about. Uh, but yeah, I, like I said, there's really nothing interesting about me other than like I love video games, and you're gonna hear me talk about video games a lot on this podcast. Uh, so yeah, that's my personality. That's, <laughs> that's the gist of it. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into it. We wanna go division by division. Let's just just give our thoughts about what's happening in the world, what's happening in the NFL, what has what's different between where we last ended off the season with the the Super Bowl wrap up and where we are now. Because there's a lot, as usually happens. A lot happens between this time period. It's a whole fucking six, seven months. So yep. Uh, let's get into it. We're not going to go in any particular order as we did. Uh, I think last season, we, uh, roll dice and we see where it lands. And that will be the division that we talk about. Um, so do you have the, your, your, your I have, D8
1: on you? I do. I do have my D8. And the first number that we're going to talk about is eight.
0: Eight. All right. Let's have that be the NFC West. I'm just, I'm like assigning numbers <laughs> now in my, in my brain. Um, all right. Let's talk NFC West, because this is a deep-ass division. Okay? Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, this is a division a division that has a Rams team that just got a new quarterback and Matthew Stafford, traded for him in the offseason, uh, that still has one of the better defenses in the league, Aaron Donald and uh, Jalen Ramsey leading the way on that. Uh, still has a very solid wide receiver core. They had Deshaun Jackson this year. And uh, obviously the big question mark about them. They lost Cam Akers um earlier this offseason. And now uh they're kind of going into uh they're they're rolling with Daryl Henderson. They also traded for Sony Michelle. Um and that that so that team's gonna be interesting. But they also have the 49ers with Trey Lance now. We don't know if Trey Lance is gonna be starting this week. We still don't know for sure. We th- I think it's still It'll
1: thi- probably be Jimmy
0: Yeah, I think it's, I think it probably will be Jimmy, but I think we're going to see Trey Lance at some point, but that team is now back, fully healthy, their defense looks like it's going to dominate, and then of course you have the Seahawks, who are always competitors with Russell Wilson, right now, and you have the Cardinals, of course, and they have J.J. Watt now, and they have, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of interesting, uh, A.J. Green's now on the team, so a lot of interesting things about all these teams, where is your mind right now with the NFC West?
1: It's of it's in the running for most stacked division. I think that that they by default are the most stacked division, just because their worst team would be the second or third best in, like let's say the NFC East, in mm-hmm. the Cardinals. Like if you put the Cardinals in the East, the Cardinals are the favorite to win that division. Yeah,
0: as an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so they are just they are just a stacked group of teams. Um, I think that uh, that the the California teams especially are just fantastic on both sides of the ball um but some really great playmakers in Arizona and Seattle as well that really that it's it's gonna be a bloodbath in this division just like it was last year and there's a the potential of three teams making the play all four teams making the playoffs again so we'll see what ha- we'll see what happens there
0: yeah if all if if the entire division, gets into the playoffs uh which i believe was one of our like bold predictions last year last year yep um that uh that would be that would be insane and i think i would wonder if the nfl would consider um maybe uh seven teams (laughs) in the in the playoffs are maybe not as good of a thing as we thought because you have an entire division in the in the playoffs um but I don't know. Like, I, I think it's, I think it's neat. I think, I think that all the teams are are really interesting. There's something interesting about all of them. You know, you don't have like the one team that's like, oh my god. I, I think, I think there is a consensus amongst people that feel like I think that the Cardinals are kind of looked at as like the worst of the four. Um, maybe just because of like the unknown element to them. Still, like, can they go back <laughs> to? you know, where they were maybe earlier last year, where they felt like they kind of could roll, like they could, you know, dominate against teams. Uh, You know, there's still this question about Cliff Kingsbury and his viability as a a head coach overall. Um, You know, I think overall, the Cardinals have maybe the lesser talent overall compared to the other three teams, just because, not, not to say like, I mean, of course, Hopkins is, you know, one of the greatest wide receivers in the league. Uh, right? and, 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 you know, you do have one of the greatest defensive players of all time in, in JJ Watt, but you know, where is JJ Watt as a player? You know, what is, what does the secondary look out look like without Patrick Peterson? What does this offense look like that kind of had its moments last year, but was never like nonstop dominant? Um, you know, I, I I think that there's a lot more questions around the Cardinals. I think that's what's that's the storyline that I think fascinates me the most about this division. Because I think the rest of them, I'm like, they're probably all the the other three teams are probably going to be do well. But can the Cardinals yeah. overtake the other three? Is what my curiosity my curiosity is right now.
1: They can if there's a major injury, as we saw last year.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I, <laughs> I think that we could definitely see uh, something uh, definitely shift early on in the year. All right, roll that die again. Let's see where we go.
1: All right, we are now
0: going to team number four. Team number four is the NFC South. Uh, Now, this division, how about you, which the NFC South here?
1: All right, so the NFC South include last year's Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, last year's division champions, the New Orleans Saints, quarterbacked now by Jameis Winston, Mm. uh the atlanta falcons who uh just got a new head coach and just lost their perennial wide receiver and i don't know what they're gonna do and then carolina who has some uh, has some uh has some promise to them uh new new quarterback themselves very young team new head coach it's it, we have tamp basically the way that i see it is tampa bay is on the top because they're returning all of their Super Bowl starters, their offense is going to fucking explode like they did at the end of last year, uh, and their defense is super solid. Beyond that, I do think that it's a that it could be a pretty close battle between uh, Saints and Carolina, maybe Atlanta for number two. Um, mainly just because the Saints dealing with a lot of injuries. Um, Maybe a little bit of inexperience outside of a few, uh, outside of a few super solid positions. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much my take.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely like a battle for second place right now. uh, More Mm -hmm. than anything, because I just, I, it's it's wild because Tampa Bay was second place last year and won won the Super Bowl, which we haven't seen in a while. Um, You know, I I think it is. it is going to be interesting seeing what the other three teams do because you, we, we, I think we're all kind of everyone's on the same page where we don't know for sure if the Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl again just because they have all their starters back. Like in theory, you think that would be ha- that that that's how it works, but like. It really doesn't work that way. Like you, it, people, the te- other teams adjust. They they learn from what the Bucks did last year, and then they kind of try to cater their you know defenses to try to stop how, what what Brady and Co did. You know the 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 offenses look at new ways to try to attack that defense. Like if they kind if they stick to the same game plan that they did last year, it may not work as well. Um, and so I'd be curious about how they adjust. But really. Like I said, I think it's going to be what does Jameis Winston's Saints look like? Is he going to recover from his 30 for 30 season? And I'm not talking documentary. Um, like, are we, like, is, can Sam Darnold bounce back? You know, that that's, I think that's a big thing. Like, he struggled in the preseason. And I don't know if he's, you know, we don't know if he's going to be able to be like this flashy talent uh but they do have a lot of young defensive players that could make that interesting. What is the Falcons rebuild going to look like? I mean, they're clearly rebuilding. They're not looking to win uh go to the playoffs this year, but they do have some flashiness to themselves. They still have Matt Ryan. They have Calvin Ridley, and of course, they have the generational talent that that is Kyle Pitts supposedly that we we need to see to believe, I'm sure. Um and then, but the only defensive player that's of interest, I think, is Grady Jarrett, and that's it. Like, I can't even yeah. think of the other defensive players on the on that team right now. So, I I think it's gonna be interesting to see who comes out on top. Because I I'll be honest, like, would I be shocked if the Falcons got second in this division? No, <laughs> no, no I would not. Because <laughs> I, I I know the Saints are talented, but they also lost. A, they lost in other positions as well, like more than just quarterback. They they lost in their secondary. You know, up front, they lost district. Michael Thomas for the first part of the year. Oh right, I fucking forgot, forgot about that. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> it, 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 so, like, I feel like the Saints are going to take a blow, no matter what, how big of a blow that is. I don't know, but, and I, I would, I'd be surprised if Panthers make second plays. I, I wouldn't. I, 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 but I think, like I said, it does depend on on how well Sam Darnold does. Uh, but of course, you know you have McCaffrey there. You have you have a good wide receiver core there. So uh, and I think it's also will that offensive line be good enough to hold up? Right. So yeah, a lot a lot of questions. But it's, it's it's really really interesting dynamics for that division as a whole uh, right now. Um, all right, next up.
1: Next up, number six. Six. Oh man, we're just staying
0: in the NFC East. Or NFC. Now we're talking about yeah. the NFC East. There we uh, go. So. <laughs> This division, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, it. I think it's gonna be better than last year. <laughs> Bold. I, I, mean, I it, can't, it has to, right? Like, it, has, it absolutely, has <laughs> like, to. Like, it got a rock bottom last year. Like, you'd think that there would be at least some improvement here. I, I, I have a, I, I've been pounding the table for the Washington football team since they changed their fucking nickname their racist fucking nickname um uh and but not's not because of just that i love this defense and once again this defense looks beastly it looks like it's going to be a just it's going to be very hard to play against this defense every single week and i i do think that this team could make it to the divisional round. I I I think that they have the power to it. I know Ryan Fitzpatrick is the butt of many jokes about what you know what he can you know. being like the journeyman that he is and that if he's you know given the opportunity right out of the gate to be a quarterback he usually falls apart but if he gets if he you know starts at week four or week five you know then he 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 picks up and he becomes one of the greatest quarterbacks on that that plays every single week you know he's just a and he's an anomaly he's just so fucking weird um but I don't know. There's something about this season that I just feel like it's going to work for Fitz because I think he has a good amount of talent around him. They do have a, a pretty solid offensive line. They have Antonio Gibson for running back and a, a, a deep a deep running back uh, group too, like that has a quite a bit of talent. Uh, you have Terry McLaurin as well as a few other wide receivers. Uh, I know Terry McLaurin is the main guy, but there's a few guys there that could work for them. Like I, I don't know. I I just see I have hope for this Washington team. Uh, Dallas is a, it's more Dallas, you know, the quarterback, that the quarterback, Dak Prescott, he's good. Will he be like that 6,000 yard, re, uh, passer this year that he seemed like he was projected to be <laughs> last year? Maybe the offense as a whole, I think will be good. Will the defense be? That's the question. It and then not. like the big shrug emojis, like I say shrug emoji, I'm taking from the fucking Rich Eisen show. Cause I've watched it so much, but, um, you know the big sh- you know shrug. You know teams to me are the Giants and the Eagles. Like those teams are like I I don't know. Like I just don't have any confidence in either of them. I know the Giants are being like there's some team, people that are picking them to win the, the fucking division. God, have I'm... you seen Daniel
1: Jones play football?
0: <laughs> I I I get the idea that they have they've they added more on their offensive weapons. But they didn't really do much else beyond that. And those offensive weapons, you know, as good as Kenny Galladay is, you do have to worry about him being injured. Uh, as, yeah. as a Giants fan, I of course, would I, would I want the Giants to succeed? Maybe. I don't know. I talked about where I'm at with the Giants fandom earlier in the offseason where I'm like, I don't fucking give a shit about them that much anymore. But <laughs> I, I, I think that if the defense is what they were midseason last year, there could be some hope for them, but I just don't think that, like you said, Daniel Jones. I don't think is that good, and I also don't think that the 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 offensive line or defensive line, like the trenches players, I don't have any faith in the big beefy boys that you know Dave Gelman wants to tout as being like mm-hmm. these you know saviors no it's not it's not happening it has it's, does it doesn't work we knew it was not going to work and it's not working now and the eagles are just a question mark i don't fucking know about the eagles like it's just like is Jalen hurts gonna succeed they're only i think the only consistency with the eagles is that maybe their defensive line is going to be good because they do have mm-hmm. good players there And that's about it what about you what's for you
1: for the nfc east uh the eagles are nothing team to me yeah. The Giants are close to a nothing team to me. Yeah, uh, it's going to be between Washington and Dallas, and I I went back and forth a little bit for who I actually thought was going to win the division. I think there's a chance both make the playoffs.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um,
1: yeah, and I think that uh, I I just and this this might partially be because um, and well in, influence why I drafted him in fantasy, but Dak Prescott being back with the receiving options that he has is going to be. Electric, one hundred percent, and I think, yeah, and I think that I think that he will really take. Uh, re- he's already like proven himself as one of the best quarterbacks out there, and I really think that he's going to take take a step forward this year and get himself get himself back to where he was, if not if not better. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah i I, and I think that's the biggest. Yeah, it, it is the biggest question mark. I, I'm very excited for the Washington Cowboy matchups because I'm curious, like yes. how is that that we, offense versus that defense? Right, like how good is that offense going to be against that defense? Is the defense going to be able to hold back those you know wide receivers? I don't know, but uh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fascinating. I th- but I I think both teams have a have a a chance to do well in in, in this conference. I mean, the NFC is not what the NFC was a few years back where it felt like there was like so, it was so deep. There were so many really, really good teams in it. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it's, it's not as much that anymore. There's like, there's, I think every team in the NFC generally, maybe the bucks, maybe the exception, uh, maybe the Packers, uh, if um but like, I, I think every team has a flaw where you're like, okay, This is where this team could sneak in here. This is where this team could sneak in here, where I think you're going to get some weird playoff combination, (laughs) like he kind of did last Mm year. Um, All right. Roll that die again.
1: All right. Bet that it's a two. It's a six again. Uh, It's a seven this time.
0: It's a seven. All right.
1: That is the AFC West. All right. I'll take this one. So the AFC West, you obviously have Kansas City, who – uh, after getting embarrassed in the Super Bowl, fix their only problem <laughs> in their offensive line. Um, LA Chargers got a new head coach with uh, rising Justin Herbert. See what he can do in year two. He had an, uh, an excellent rookie season uh, and is really, I think, po- poised to make a, a, a nice jump forward as an, as an offensive leader. Uh, still have a really good defense as well and a defensive head coach that I think will all combine pretty well for them. Broncos, again, a team with a very solid defense. And I think all the pieces on offense to work, it just matters. It's going to matter if those pieces can come together or not. And then the Raiders, who I don't know what they do in free agency ever.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. I think you and I are on the same page right now. We're like, it's very similar to me. I well, I don't. I feel like this is talking down about the Chargers, but I feel like this is a very similar situation where like this is the Kansas City Chiefs di- division to lose. But I don't know. Maybe the Chargers do can, can put up the fight because they do have they do have some depth of defense. They do have uh, they have quite a bit of uh you know weapons on offense. Obviously, Justin Herbert's in year two. That's the year that usually quarterbacks take that leap, especially the ones mm-hmm. that have a lot of talent. And he already left in the rookie I mean maybe they Maybe although there's also the second year slump so maybe that might happen who knows but I don't know I, I, I think that the Chargers could I guess compete with the Chiefs I, I, I think they'll definitely make the games interesting themselves I just don't know if they yeah. would, they'll uh, be like you know, super like, okay, we're, we're all gonna, you know, we're, we're gonna just keep up record wise with them. Like, I, I feel like the Chargers, especially with a first year head coach, may like, there's a chance that it could be like they just stay behind them the whole time. Like, I, I this is easily like a wild card team, but I just don't know if they could, you know, overcome the Chiefs. I'm with you on the Broncos, though. I, I think that team has a lot of talent that could be held back by their quarterback situation. Um, but I I don't know like we we were talking about this off podcast. But if Aaron Rodgers was with the Broncos, I mean this team would be considered in the Super Bowl conversation. I don't know if they would win the division still. I mean I, I still think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are still very very good. Mm. But I I mean yeah I, this team could absolutely put the put the effort in. But I think that because the quarterback it's it's you're I think we're a little bit hesitant hesitant about what could happen. Um, but I, I like the Broncos defense a lot too. Like, I think I'm, I'm curious, Ron Miller's playing for the first time in two years. Like, I'm curious what he's like, if he's still the dominant player that he was.
1: Kyle Fuller is there. Kyle Fuller's now. My dismay. <laughs>
0: yeah, right, right. Exactly. Like Kyle
1: Fuller. Patrick Sertan.
0: Right. That corner, like the quarterback duo yeah. looks really, really good on paper. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see. And then, and then, yeah, I, I'm, the Raiders are so weird. Like, because the the team that's there right now is the same team that goes eight and eight every year or seven and nine yeah. every year, and I just feel like what did they do that really is going to change that perception?
1: Oh, they added they should... added another running back. <laughs> right. They brought in a good free agent running back to complement their other good running back.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, is that really gonna do it? Like, oh. I mean, and like. We've heard, you know, I there's there's some good things you're hearing about Alex Leatherwood. their very strange, uh, offensive line pick that they made. That like it seems like it's working out for them. So maybe that works. But even even still, this team has had a good offensive line. It's still been mediocre, you know. And like and it goes back to the defense not being where it was. Now they now granted they they just signed KJ Wright to the to the linebacking course. So maybe that works out for them. I don't know. Well, it's just to me like I just look at this team and I feel it, it, it's very similar to where I feel where like the Eagles right now where I'm like this team doesn't mean anything to me. Although they do have Casey Hayward in their secondary. So maybe that also. Could yeah. help. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. Let's prove us wrong. Raiders right now. You're sitting at the bottom of my division of, of my division predictions. Prove me wrong.
1: I hope to see it. Um, all right. Well, the dice. Two, let's finish the NFC.
0: All right, yes, the NFC North. Uh, so uh, this is a little bit, this is an interesting division because we just had this whole off season where the dominant storyline is, will Aaron Rodgers play for the Packers again? And the answer is yes. But this does feel like this is the last year of, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay and most likely the NFC North barring him like being released and then him signing with the Vikings or something um but I I think it's going to be interesting to see how this division shapes up because I, I do think the Packers are definitely in very good position to win this again but I don't know I sneakily like the Vikings this year I I feel like they have that like they, they had that offensive you know spark with Justin Jefferson, and I feel like they could build on that this year a little bit. And Dalvin Cook is also there as well, and he's always, uh, you know, a, a, has been reliable whenever he's been healthy. Um, I, I still like this defense, too. Like, I mean, it, it definitely is not what it used to be, but there's still so many, like, really solid players on this team uh like sheldon richardson's now on this team and he he was doing a lot of good work for the browns for you know multiple seasons like i don't know i i think that they have like there's a good balance of their talent right now where if kirk cousins doesn't you know hide in like you know prime time you know like i think that he that this team could do well they're also the vaccination fucking shit you know and that you know mm. I'm sure that will end up coming up at some point this off season but or this this regular season I should say um but uh you know I that is definitely a question to me the bears are fascinating and I think it just comes down to where are they going to when are they going to put in Justin Fields because we know it's going to be Andy Dalton this week we know that they're going to have a rough time against the Rams because the Rams are a very good team, and they have Aaron Donald going up against that offensive line, which is not good for the Bears. Uh, And I just don't have a lot of faith in Andy Dalton to be like, all right, yeah, he's going to go in there, and he's going to keep this job for half the season at least. I'm curious when that move is going to be made. And the Lions are one of the worst teams in the league like they're you look at the depth and it's just nothing it's like a speck of dust here and there i mean they seem like a more stable franchise than the texans at the moment but like i you know is jared goff really gonna be the one to carry your team to you know wins i don't know i feel like that i just said two that's probably the amount of wins that they're gonna have this year uh straight up what about you what are you where's your where's your mind at
1: uh, talking about the NFC North every year It's exi- fills me <laughs> with a sense it's of anxiety existential really- dread. Yeah, because the Packers exist, and if this is the last year I have to fucking deal with Aaron Rodgers as a Packer, I will be elated. Yeah, yeah. Packers will probably win the division. Uh, like you said, I like the Vikings a lot. I want this Bears team to be good so bad because I feel like our window is closing. Um, but. Fields gives me a ton of excitement, and I hope he gets in sooner than later. I've been buying, and I've been—I've t- talked about this before, but I've totally been buying the sacrificial lamb theory that they just want to put Dalton in against the Rams, have him get his ass kicked, and then Fields will come in pretty soon after.
0: Yeah, like pretend that you actually are like, oh, oh, yeah, this is this is our strategy. We're gonna roll with the veteran, like to show, like to, just to kind of like let the people. F- uh, who feel like the veteran should be the starter. I let them feel good for a bit and then, and then, yep. and then bring in the rookie with, which is the actual plan uh, f- moving forward. Um, I, do you
1: feel like with fields, that this team could make the playoffs with, with fields? It, d- it depends on how good fields is. And that's a dumb way to answer that question. Oh no, yeah. But if course. you, but if fields is good and fields is the kind of player that we think he is. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I, I think
1: good defense, good supporting cast. Like it's, it 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 will happen if Fields is electric. Yeah,
0: I I I'm I, I think that that's that's a big thing, and I think that that's my 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 biggest thing. That, like I I was, I've been talking about is is the offensive line for the Bears. Is that like I don't know they made a dumb move by releasing Charles Leno, uh, letting him go because then the guy that they was going to start there then got injured is out for the year, or for at least most of the season. Um, and so I, you know, I, I hope, I hope that if Fields does step in, that it does make the Bears more fun, more competitive. Right now, I, I only have the faith in like some of their offensive weapons, not really. And then they're, de- and, like, their they're, you know, they're defensive players that are usually good. You know, like, that's, that's what, that's where my yeah. faith in, is in the Bears. Um, and your thoughts on the Lions? <laughs>
1: gonna be a lot of kneecap eating this year um, oh god that was this fucking off season. i forgot about it that. sure was god it gets yum yum <laughs>
0: yum yum it's it, it, it's they're those lions knee, the, the the lions
1: kneecaps are gonna be licked clean like they're just they're they're, they're just gonna be they gone. sure are i don't know how they're gonna be standing uh three is our next number have we done three yet
0: uh three no we have not it is the afc south hit us with it
1: so the AFC South, uh, Tennessee Titans, probably uh, pr- pro- the, the most, I think, uh, consistent from last year. Uh, they got a ton of offensive talent with Tannehill, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry. They brought in Julio Jones to help that out a lot, um, help that depth especially because they had, like, no depth be- behind those three players. Uh, very shaky, uncertain defense. I do not know what the hell is going on with this defense, uh, but... Relatively okay from uh, from both sides of the ball, and really, really good when all three of those top offensive people are are playing well. And I think Julio is going to add a lot to that. Uh, we have the Colts who. I get really bad vibes from, I mean, they've got, uh, they've got a lot of great players. They got a solid defense, solid offensive line. Uh, I I don't know what the deal is going to be with Carson Wentz, but with all the COVID stuff that they've been having and with all the like weird injury stuff that they've been having, I don't have good vibes from them at all. Uh, Jacksonville in a rebuild, uh, Houston in a rebuild, Houston might be the worst team in football. If the lines didn't exist, it would be a guarantee, but the, Thankfully, thankfully for them, it's not. Uh, the question is: Will Trevor Lawrence for the Jaguars really bring them up uh, uh, up to speed? Um, will they have anything going for them at all? Is Urban Meyer can Urban Meyer coach in the NFL? And then Houston, I don't have any faith in the Houston area. Right. <laughs> the whole town, the whole town. It you have all, no faith. in. This is. This Houston Texans season might be so bad that it makes the Astros and Rockets worse just by association. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I genuinely think, like, you know, we, we've we seen some predictions, you know. We, we, we've we had, like, some, like, rough feelings about, like, oh, maybe this team could go 0-16, like, before. But, like, I feel like I've never had that much energy at like right before week one as i do about the texans going over in 16 like i just feel it i feel it in my core i i did i when i i did like the um prediction pick'em thing and i i went i went through Mm -hmm. like all the weeks uh and i i did give them at least one win i forget who i picked them i think i think (laughs) i i think i had them split with the jaguars or something but, like, I, because I, I just don't like giving a team zero wins, but it just feels like that's the case. It's just you feel mm-hmm. it in your core. Um, who knows what the hell is going to happen with that team. Uh, there's a lot in flux there. We don't know what the Deshaun Watson situation is, how that's all going to fold out at this point. It's all a big old murky mess. Um, but to, to talk about the rest of the division, I, I I'm – I am a bit worried about the Tines defense but I, I think that there's still some talented people there. Like I think I think Bud Dupree is a pretty good signing for them in the middle. I think that's going to end up working out good for them. Jeffrey Simmons on the defensive line, he had uh he really showed out when he sh- finally showed up <laughs> last season. <laughs> um, you know, I think that that's I, I think that combined with their offensive weapons, and yes, without Arthur Smith this year, it's going to be very interesting. Without John o. Smith, what will that tight end situation be like? So they, there's definitely a chance for regression here, but I I don't think it's going to be a disaster for the Titans. I think that they're going to I think especially if they let the other three teams in a division just completely bottom out and and you know light the world on fire. I'm kind of with you where the Colts. Are not a team I'm super high on. Uh, they have a lot of injuries, namely T Y Hilton right now with in the net with the neck. We think that Carson. See, I'm Wentz, not.
1: I'm actually not that worried T Y Hilton wise because I didn't think he would produce that much this year anyway. Ooh, rough rough day for the T Y Hilton fans out there. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: Carson once. I feel like there is so much faith in him bouncing back from being quite literally the worst quarterback in football last year that is a tall task to hit that's a that is a like to be the best quarterback is very hard but also being the very worst is kind of hard too because you have backup quarterbacks that come in for one or two games and they shit they shit the bed this guy was so bad last year and I, the The idea that Frank Reich is some sort of... Like, Frank Reich is a great coach, but the idea that he's going to be this miracle worker with Carson Wentz, I, I don't know. I, I, ho- I hope for their sake that it does work out. It would be interesting if it works out for them. But I, I'm not at that point where I'm like, oh my god, yes, that now that this is the perfect pairing, that no matter what, the Colts are in good shape. They have the talent on defense, but like... And, and and they have like some talent around them on offense. It is going to be interesting to see if the running backs kind of continue to produce and if you know if you know Paris Campbell can be the number one wide receiver for this team and hold the hold the you know hold that ground. But I I don't know. I it's it's not like this super talented like super deep team of recent years. I think there I think there's some problems here that are very evident. I am very curious about Jaguars though. I think the Jaguars could be a second place team in this division. I think that they have they have a young defense that I still think is gonna do well. Like Josh Allen, Miles Jack, I think those guys are gonna do really well, uh, for this team and make it a little bit interesting. I think Shaquille Griffin's gonna be like he, he wasn't amazing in Seattle, but like he had his moments. He was a lockdown guy for, for some major games. Like I think they, I, I think that they have something there that they could build. I'm not a fan of their offensive line, but I do like their talent. Like a James Robinson. He was amazing last year. I think they, they can, he could definitely fill the void that Travis, uh, ETN was supposed to fill before he was yeah. injured. You know, I still like DJ Charka as a wide receiver. Uh, LaVisca Chanel was pretty good last year as a, as a, a you know, a, a, you know, a side wide receiver, you know, like, I think if Trevor Lawrence fucking balls out the way that people are expecting him to as a, you know, this generational guy, they could be interesting. They could be frisky. I don't think they're playoff bound, but like they're, they could, they could like cause they could be a race. very,
1: very chaotic team this year.
0: I think for us, for people on team chaos, I think the Jaguars are going to be fun this year.
1: Yeah. Good, because that's what that's what the Jaguars as an NFL team should be. They should be the chaotic team.
0: Right, exactly. That's what that's what that's what that's what we pay them to to do, you know? That's <laughs> at, at their core to be a chaotic team. Alright. Uh we have one in five we have not hit. One. Alright. AFC North. Uh this and this is I think you if you had to pick between like the three divisions, what is like the close three the, excuse me. The four AFC divisions, the closest to the NFC West, I think, is the AFC North. In a, in, no question. In the sense that I think that you have three teams that could win the division, and then you have the Bengals. And the Bengals, I yeah, you know, fucking. I mean, you know, who knows? Nope. <laughs> who knows about them at this point? But I mean, but Joe Burrow is interesting, and that whole that whole team is going to be interesting. But this is a this is like a last ditch attempt for Zach Taylor who. Who we, does even, the fact that I even remembered his fucking name is a miracle. <laughs> um, he's like the most unknown head coach of everyone, um, but I am. I of course want Cleveland to do well this year. I s- I love teams that are just so sh- just shat on for years and years and years. That when they finally succeed, it's such a feel good story. And to see them make it to the divisional round last year, to over, like to completely dominate the Steelers the week before that was an amazing storyline I would love to see them capitalize on that they did lose a little bit of talent here and there um you know but I think that they drafted very well and I think that I think that Baker and and Co could do well I think OBJ being back maybe that's you know the idea of like OBJ not being there made the team better. I mean, who knows what (laughs) I'm sure those storylines are going to come back. if if this team doesn't perform well out of the gate, but, uh, I, I just, I really am hoping that this Browns team is going to, you know, kick some ass, but they have the Ravens who is just, they're always good. They do have some issues with wide receivers right now. A lot of their wide receivers are not going to be available this week or for quite a few weeks. Um, and uh but I I still you know you have faith in the system that they built there they they are a good team Lamar Jackson is a very talented quarterback you know John Halbar is a very good coach. they do have still have a defense that's always just gonna be uh really annoying for offenses so like I I have I think the Ravens are still like to me the favorite but I think the Browns I hope are a little bit closer the Steelers I'm not high on the Steelers team I think no. I, I think that a lot of people are because they think that, like, just by drafting Na- Najee Harris, like, that's going to solve all their issues. And it may. He looks great. Like, don't get me offensive wrong. Offensive line. Right. That offensive line is brutal. And with Ben Roethlisberger, Age you know, he's he's getting up there. Like okay, he might look good the first few weeks of the season, but he, he's gonna take a beating every single week. And how long is that going? That offense gonna last? Again, they went eleven and zero last year and then floundered near the end. And that was because everyone was getting tired and injured. Like it was, I don't, I just don't know how stable it's going to be with the offensive line with a whole a lot of new faces that we don't know if it's gonna gel well. Their defense is great. And I think that's gonna cause issues in the division and that and and for everyone and I, I you know, TJ Watts, you know, gonna be a depoy candidate again. But like, I don't know. I'm very I'm just not super high on the Steelers team compared to the Ravens and Browns. Where are you at?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty much the, the at, at the same spot. I have some spicy uh AFC stuff for the uh playoff uh predictions once we get there perfect i really want to like the bengals i really do and i think that that if burrow is able to have the offensive season that everyone wants him to have it's going to be a fun fun team to watch and a fun uh a fun story for him being able to to come back and do this but the the writing just isn't there for me Mm -hmm. um obviously i'm a big raven's truther despite their lack of receivers right now but their run game is so solid and they have a pretty good run uh run heavy schedule to start the year that i think they will get time to get their uh get their receivers back and healthy uh they still have some a couple capable ones with mark andrews of course and sammy Watkins, um and cleveland is cleveland yeah it's it's a they they're very similar to the ravens for me where their defense is solid and if that that offense clicks like we expected to and with that running game that they've got between Chubb and Hunt, it's going to be a very competitive division.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: I, and I'm looking forward to it.
0: I, I'm very excited to see how it all unfolds. I, I, I think that it will be interesting if if the Steelers can, if the Steelers are able just to have Najee Harris just carry them to a division title. I think that would be fascinating. That would be very fascinating. Yeah. Um, all right, give me your
1: takes on the AFC East. Hold on, I gotta roll... Okay, I was gonna say, okay, I have to roll a five first, but I just did. (laughs) Oh, there you go, cool. Out of the gate. All right. So, with AFC East, we have the Patriots, who let go of Cam Newton... And are just are rolling with Mac Jones with their rookie quarterback. Besides Mac Jones, there's really no one who's super standout on their uh, on their offense. I guess Jacoby Myers. Uh, they signed a couple tight ends with uh, Smith and Henry. Uh, Damien Harris for running, running back. All of them have the potential to be good, but we just haven't seen it yet, so we're not sure what it's going to look like. Still a solid defense. That defense is going to cause some problems. We move to the Jets, who were bottom of the barrel last year, but – Zach Wilson has been playing very well and I think has some decent uh, decent receiver options that he can uh, do a lot with. I think Robert Saleh coming over is going to help that defense out a lot, even if there aren't a ton of major playmakers like he had on San Francisco. Um, and uh, moving to Miami, there's a lot of hype around Tua to see what he can do. Um, again, that often seems a little bit weak, a little bit not super, uh, not super, not super deep. But who knows? Yeah, uh, I, I I like to I like them stepping forward. I think they have a pretty solid defense as well. Uh, if they trade for Deshaun Watson, they lose all of my respect. Uh, and then we have Buffalo, and oh my God, the Bills! Buffalo, you are answering the prayers of everything I wanted—a football team. Honestly, I just I love the Bills this year. I think Josh Allen and this offense is going to be amazing. The defense is is really good too. I really really like Buffalo this year. Hell for yeah! For everything.
0: Yeah. Um. Real quick. Uh. Just to just to cut into the conversation here, we got some breaking news. Yep. Uh. Le, Le, uh. Le'Veon Bell is now a Raven. How about that? Is that? wild? Uh, does that does that? How does that change your view of the Ravens and even in the fantasy sense of Gus Edwards? I guess.
1: Yeah. So I drafted Gus Edwards. Uh. In the fifth round, sixth round. Uh. The other night. Yeah. Um. I'm. Uh, fifth round, and I still think that Gus uh, Gus will be a better running back for this system than Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, but it does suck a little bit. <laughs> so, but but in terms of uh, for the I team, I think it's going to help out. It, in terms of the team, it's gonna it, it's going to help them out. It, it's it's depth more than anything. One hundred percent. Gus Edwards has been amazing for this team when he's played, and I think fits the running system super well. This is just. Because they are losing so many running backs, they got to get someone in there. Yeah, using Jake... and Le'Veon Bell. Ha- Le'Veon Bell has done it, yeah. so he can do it. Yeah, lo-
0: losing J.K. Dobbins and Justice Hill in a two-week yeah. span just sucks. Just really, really sucks. But really does. But Gus. Ed- but like you said, Gus Edwards has. You know, they they've won with Gus Edwards just kicking ass on the ground. So, um, and Le'Veon Bell will contribute to that. Maybe, in the- maybe even the pass game uh, could work out well. Maybe I don't know. Um, but um to go back to the AFC East, I I am with you on the Bills completely. I'm very excited about them. I I think that this is a team that it just feels like it's their time and I know that the Chiefs are always going to be looked at as like the favorite in the AFC. I mean they they've been they were the representatives two years in a row now, but I I just I don't see a regression with the Bills, you know, maybe they're unvaccinated cole beasley brings them down i don't know that's the, that the that's the only thing i could think of
1: well the good news for us is that if cole beasley isn't vaccinated and he has a close contact he won't he won't be able to play that week so yeah yeah like that, that, that's that's all his fault
0: yeah like, I, he
1: brings I, that upon himself
0: right yeah I, I, like you just have to hope that it doesn't affect the rest of the team and the other team other players get sick like that that would be the only question but you know, ultimately, I, I'm I'm very I'm very excited to see what this Bills team does in there. Now that they now that we know that they could do it, that they could get to the championship game at least. Now let's see if they can take the next step. Let's see if they can make it not only to the championship but to the Super Bowl. I'm fascinated. Yep. Um, yeah, Patriots are fascinating though too. Like I don't, they're they're back to where I think that they were in 2019 where their defense looks really really good. Uh but maybe there's still some offensive questions sp- particularly with their weapons. Um like I feel like this defense for the Patriots is going to be a problem for others. Like I think having Dante Hightower back, you know, I I I think I, he he alone is just a powerhouse of a of a player that I I think that this team is going to really like cause a lot of issues. Now, granted, not having Stefan Gilmore is going to be a problem early on in this year. So we'll see how that kind of all affects things. Uh, but even still, their secondary generally is still pretty good. Um, you know, you still have Chase Winovich, who is in his second year now. Um, you know, Henry Anderson, who was with the Jets, <laughs> was very good. Now he's with the Patriots and probably will be stellar because that's just how it functions that's how that's just how the you know the, the world turns um but the big question is gonna be Mac Jones is Mac Jones going to be I he he everything has been glowing about Mac Jones he has just been it has just been this constant like oh my god he is amazing he is just this all-time he's he's gonna be the next Tom Brady like it, it's so glowing out of the the, the training camp so Maybe, maybe maybe he is the next coming of Christ or maybe you know he'll struggle in his rookie year, we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, I'm really hoping two or succeeds in Miami. I don't want to see these storylines that like, of oh, the Dolphins are inquiring about Watson. Like that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And it's it's idiotic. It, 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 genuinely, it really is. If that's if the bra- the Dolphins brass were were actually trying to trade for Watson maybe they know something about Tua that we don't know but also even if that was the case why are you fucking try to trade for Watson no you shouldn't no, she's should not even be in the fucking league right now um but like Tua i really think that people are giving him so much flack for having just a bad rookie year but even then, like it's, it wasn't even that bad. Like he had some no. nice flashy moments, and like he could still elevate himself in the second year. Like I don't get it that he has so many weapons at wide at wide receiver. That offensive line has improved, and the defense as a whole, like the secondary, is you have one of the best cornerback pairings in the league with Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. Like you have such a solid defense. I I don't know. I just, I think this Miami team is going to, has, I I think everyone's thinking that the Patriots are now going to lift themselves to second place here, but I think the Miami's going to put up a fight. I think they will, at least in some capacity. Um, And the Jets, yeah, the Jets are kind of where I feel like they have been for the last few years now, which is they're the bottom feeders. They'll have a few wins this year. I think that things could change with Robert Sala being there. He seems like a little bit more of a competent guy that will make things more interesting. Maybe Zach Wilson ends up being a star, but who knows? It's a, it's really a big old question mark, but fascinating division. AFC East used to not be that fascinating, but now it is. It's very interesting. Uh, And uh, before we move on, let me tell you about our sponsors. What makes Table Party different from other Tabletop Podcasts?
1: The music!
0: The setting! The characters!
1: The gore! A bunch of different games! The refreshing coldness of ice cream! The 300-foot tall squid named Delilah! The dice rolls! The horrifying body horror! The aroma! The suffering of my players! Dairy Queen blizzards! The luxurious plush texture! The free coupons! Bad decisions! And who can we expect? I'm Kelsey. I'm Matt. I'm Gabe. I'm Walsh. I'm Chris. Welcome to the table party. 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 Welcome to
0: the table party. And we are back. Uh, Let us get into our predictions. Prediction time, maybe.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a long podcast.
0: Yeah, it is going to be a long podcast. But we'll try We'll try to go through week one real quick, all right? So week one, yep. uh, just for the new people here, how we usually do this is that we, we, we just pick uh, straight up. This is not like a pick against the spread or anything. We pick straight up. And we also have uh, a point system that each game that you get correct, you get a point. But those points can be affected in some ways depending on two qualifiers. One is the guarantee qualifier. If you guarantee a team's going to win and that team loses, you will uh, not only will you not get any points, you'll also lose a point because of it. Uh, and there's also the team chaos modifier. If you pick an underdog and they end up winning the game, that means that you'll get an extra point with that. So a game, a game with a, when a team chaos wins is worth two points overall. Uh, and the person with the most points at the end of the regular season wins. Uh, last year, Matt, you were the big winner. You kind of blew me out, even. <laughs> um, I think the previous year I won. So we are, you yep. know, now we're we're split, and now we're going, you know, best best two out of three here. Yes, right sir. Uh, how about you? You you start us off here uh, with the let's. Up
1: do that we kind of talked about all these teams already over the past hour so we don't need to go super in depth right I think yeah no yeah we can just to go these matchups it. yeah yeah so uh, Thursday night football we have Dallas Cowboys against the Super Bowl defending champions Tampa Bay Buccaneers who do you got
0: I got Tampa I think that they I think that they are the most they're the more well-rounded team right now uh, what about you
1: I agree with you however I'm, go- I'm sweetie hard out of the gate I'm team chaos in Dallas Ah,
0: like it like it like it <laughs> Uh, All right, cool. Uh, Next up, the Atlanta Falcons uh, are hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Two unknown teams really going in. It'll be interesting how they start out the season. What do you think?
1: I feel much more confident about uh, Atlanta's offensive synergy, so I'm going to go with Atlanta. I'm with you. I'm going with the Falcons as well. All right, next up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Buffalo Bills. Both of these should be AFC powerhouses this year. Maybe. We'll see what happens. Who do you think? (laughs) will win this game.
0: I, I, you know, we, we we both just spewed our love about the Bills, and I've said my hesitancy about the Steelers. I think it's just that I'm picking the Bills just because I have more faith in them as a team. But it'll be interesting you to
1: gotta, see. You got to go Buffalo here.
0: Yep, there you go. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at Cincinnati Bengals. Mike Zimmer facing his former team. Uh, it will be interesting to see. Uh, how this starts out, if the Bengals could cause an upset, who knows? What do you think is going to happen?
1: Uh, I'm going to stick with the Vikings. I like this matchup a lot for the Vikings.
0: Yeah, no, I I do too. I think it's going to be, I, I think it's
1: going to be a blowout for the Vikings. Um, next up, all right, San Francisco t- taking on their old nemesis, Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: yeah, I'm I'm go- I'm going with the 49ers here. This is this is
1: an easy one. 49ers are my pick as well. Yeah,
0: there you go. Uh, next up, the Arizona Cardinals at Tennessee Titans. Uh, our first glimpse of J.J. Watt and Julio Jones in their u- new uniforms is a very unique matchup. Uh mm-hmm. your first glimpse of the Titans without Arthur Smith. What do you got?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go... I'm going to go a little bit against the grain. I think the Cardinals are going to surprise in this game. Ooh, okay. That's that alarms me. Cause I guaranteed the Titans. <laughs> Oops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's okay. I, I, I'm just, I'm just here for a good time. That's all. Um, no, I, yep. I, I, am guaranteeing the Titans just cause I, I'm, I'm not super duper high on the Cardinals. I, but I, I'm with you that I think that they could win, but I, I like, you know, I like playing it close with these games. So yeah. I'm gonna go Titans because I just like the talent more on the Titans.
1: Cool. Uh, the Seattle Hawks versus the Indianapolis Colts.
0: <laughs> Wait, did you do that on purpose?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I
0: I gotta go Seattle. I don't I don't have much faith in the Colts right now. Nope. Let's go go Birds. Go Birds. All right. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers at
1: Washington Football Team. Justin Herbert versus the Washington Football Team defense. What do you got? This was uh, a little bit of a hard one for me to choose, and I this is another one I went against the grade on, and I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and really uh, back Washington here.
0: I'm also backing Washington, and I di- I checked the spread on this. It is a little tight to- for me to do this, but I hope you will it's forgive fine. me. I'm going it's fine. To- I'm going Team Chaos with the football team. Because sure. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 have- I think that the long road trip is going to set the Chargers back. Not that I don't think the Chargers are a good team, but I think
1: the Washington football team will take it. Yeah. Um, next up. All right. New York Jets versus the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Sam Darnold revenge game against his old team.
0: I think that Darnold will
1: get the, his
0: revenge. I This yeah. is a tighter one than I think actually. Like, I, th- I think this is going to be tighter than maybe some might think. But I, I think that the Panthers will come away with it just being – seemingly having have the more talented team and Matt Rule has more
1: head coaching experience. Yeah. This is this is another one where I'm like, okay, this is uh this is me putting my money where the mouth ma- where my mouth is. The Panthers are I feel very strongly about this year more so than the average. I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Um next up the Jacksonville Jaguars at Houston Texans.
0: Man, fucking it would have been an amazing matchup if Deshaun Watson wasn't a horrible human being. What do you think about yeah. it?
1: <laughs> Uh, so I have a backup in case this doesn't count, but I feel like this is the only time I'm gonna uh, be able to absolutely shit on Houston with my picks. I want to guarantee the Jaguars. I, I'm good. I'm that's fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay. I, I'll give it to you. I we, <laughs> guarantee the last year's one in fifteen Jaguars. That, that,
0: I, right exactly. I that's I feel like you, we we need to see if the Jaguars can actually like overcome this
1: challenge, even if it doesn't yeah. seem like much. I'm with you though. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Jaguars on this one. Awesome. Next up, uh Cleveland Browns take on the Kansas City Chiefs. I am fascinated by this game and I kind of hope I can see it.
0: Yeah, uh, I wonder if those maps the the guy that does the maps are done. Yeah, um, let me I'll check that out. Uh, but uh I I I love the Browns so so much, but I have to go with the Chiefs cuz I just think they're too strong.
1: Yeah, I'm also going with the Chiefs as much as I as much as I would rather go the other way.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally understandable. Uh, uh, five, five or six sports is not up yet.
0: Okay. Uh, Miami Dolphins.
1: Oh. Ooh. What? Uh, no, it's not. Up oh, yet. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> Miami Dolphins at new England Patriots. Uh, you know, very interesting AFC East battle to start things out. Um, you know, I, this, this is an interesting one. I don't really know where this is going to go. What do you think is going to happen?
1: Uh, I have. I want Miami to win just because I wanted this to like signify a new era, so I'm gonna go with Miami.
0: Okay, I will split with you. I'll go with the Patriots here. Cool. Um, I because just because I don't know, I just I'm getting I'm getting this energy from the Patriots. And I'm like,
1: oh god, they're gonna be good this year, aren't they? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're back. Uh, next up. All right. Uh, next up, Green Bay Packers versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, played in Jacksonville.
0: Yes, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Uh prayers mm-hmm. to everyone still dealing with the effects of Hurricane uh Ida. Ida. Um uh I uh I I got to go with the Packers. I just the, the, the Saints are not what they were. I think that the I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go down to Jacksonville. Uh he he had their way with Jackson, J- the Jaguars a few years ago back da- down there and I think he will have his way with the Saints in that same building.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Packers as well. Pretty, pretty simple.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, next up is the Denver Broncos at New York Giants. Intriguing game for two teams that did not do well last year. Um, I, I, you know, we talked about the talent the Broncos have. The Giants, we were not as high on. But what do we think this matchup is going to result in?
1: I don't understand why fifty two percent of people decided the Giants would win. I'm gonna shit on this team a lot this year and I apologize. Denver Broncos.
0: Yeah, you don't have to apologize. I'm with. I'm gonna shit alongside with you. I'm going to, I'm i pouring, <laughs> <I'm> pouring salt. <laughs> I, I'm salt on my or my own wound right now. I'm like, Yes, burn, burn baby, boot burn.
1: I was <laughs> losing my, my words. Denver Broncos, I'm with you. All right. Uh, Sunday night matchup Chicago Bears versus the Los Angeles Rams usually a spicy uh, Sunday night matchup it's been happening for a few years what do you think is gonna happen
0: yeah these are these are usually like the barn burning, not barn burning. that's not the right word it's it, these are no, these are slugs the exact opposite yeah they're they're, they're slug, slug fest these two slugs. games yeah uh, but I think that the Rams are gonna take it because their defense is good
1: yeah, I can't. I'm. I'm totally buying into the sacrificial lamb theory. I want the. I want the Rams to win so that Dalton gets benched faster. There you go. There you go.
0: And last but not least, the Baltimore Ravens at Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, it, it feels like ESPN can't divorce themselves from John Gruden, and they need him to be <laughs> on every single Monday Night Football. Uh, to start yeah. the season. Uh, what do you think is gonna happen? Ravens. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty solid on Ravens as well. All yep. right. Let's do our playoff picks. What do you what, what, would you like to start start us off
1: with this one? Sure. So my NFC playoff teams, uh, I've got Tampa Bay getting the first overall seed. Uh, the other division winners being in this order: Los Angeles Rams, Green Bay Packers, and Dallas Cowboys. Okay. With my wildcard teams, I'm gonna go San Francisco. Uh, I'm going to be fucking wild and say that Chicago's going to get the sixth seed. Sure. Why not? And then uh, Washington going to get in there at seven. Okay.
0: Uh, I'm i am with you. I have number one is Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number two, I have the San Francisco 49ers. Right. Number three, I have the Washington football team. Hell yeah. And the number four, I have Green Bay Packers. I don't know why I have Packers this low. It's weird. I go into every year with a little bit of hesitancy about the Packers, and then they end up kicking everyone's ass. Number five, uh, I have the first wild card is the Los Angeles Rams. Second wild card is the Dallas Cowboys. Seventh seed is the Minnesota Vikings. Good choice. Uh, AFC. Uh,
1: AFC. My. uh, Do you want to go first? Yeah,
0: I'll go first this time. Uh, Buffalo Bills at number one. Why not? Change it up a bit. Number two. Is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs, number three. Baltimore Ravens, and number four is the Tennessee Titans. So those are the division winners. First wild card is the Los Angeles Chargers, followed by the Cleveland Browns at six, and number seven, I'll do the Miami Dolphins. Why not?
1: We have the same playoff teams in the AFC. Perfect. And what? And same division, same division winners. Uh, switch Cleveland and Los Angeles. I have Cleveland at five.
0: Okay. There you go. So we're 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 on one track mine. Now here's the question. Uh we'll say the Super Bowl predictions till the end. Let's do our award predictions now.
1: Okie Uh
0: who do you have winning MVP?
1: Uh do we want to start there or end there?
0: Good question. You know, we have to build suspense. All right, offensive player yep. of the year. Let's start there.
1: Offensive player of the year, I'm going to go with uh pro- who I feel like is going to be the the only his only offense or that team's only offense, Alvin Kamara.
0: Ah, good choice. I didn't even think about that. I I'm I'm do, I'm doing a little something a little bit weird. Uh, I I don't know why, but I just feel like this guy's gonna like pop off like he hasn't popped off before. I'm gonna go Travis Kelsey for my offensive player of the year. Ooh, nice. Because uh, I think he's just he's be fun. he's the he's right now one of the best the, one of the best if not the best tight end in the league. And I think that yeah. he, he I think he'll just I think he's gonna take it to another level this year. Cool. Yeah. Uh, defensive player of the year i went with chase young uh just to kind of s- s- are you on the same
1: wavelength? like i also went with chase young yes yeah well because
0: i'm just like all right <laughs> i feel like Washington's gonna take a leap but who's gonna be the leader of that it's gonna be chase young there you go yep. uh what about offensive rookie
1: so for my entire i think theme this year for both fantasy and for like these awards scenes is i'm calling my shots and sticking to them sure they're not all going to play out, and that is okay. I'm not going to be upset That's, that they don't play it's, out. It's,
0: this, is the, this is the prediction game. You, you just yep. take the shot, and it is what it
1: is. Yep, so it's impossible for me to not pick Justin Fields here.
0: There you go. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to go with another rookie quarterback, uh, and just to kind of stick with uh, and you. it will make the next thing I say later or the thing I say later make a little bit more sense. Uh, I'm going with Trey Lance as my offensive
1: rookie of the year totally know what's coming yeah (laughs) all right uh my uh defensive rookie of the year i'm going with uh patrick sertan okay on the broncos
0: yeah yeah this was this is like up in the air for me i I decided to go with micah parsons for -hmm. the cowboys i feel like he's gonna end up taking over for on the dallas front on that front um coach of the year I went with Brandon Staley for the Chargers. Feel like uh I feel like he will get some credit for the getting the Chargers back to the playoffs.
1: Yeah, that's a good choice. I decided to go with Matt Rule for the Panthers. There you go. There you go. Uh and A uh, comeback player of the year? Yeah. Uh
0: I I I feel like we're on we're gonna end up being on the same wave like on this one too. Uh I went with Christian McCaffrey.
1: That's who I probably should have gone with. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, who, in who, hindsight, who, who did you who did you uh, break down? But I put on I put on Dak Prescott.
0: Oh. Oh yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 <laughs> both make a lot of sense. All right. Agreed. What is our?
1: Now we got Super Bowl predictions. I kind of tease. MVP, MVP, MVP. Oh shit,
0: MVP. That's right. All
1: right, so I think I think that we might be on the same wavelength for one. So I'm gonna count us down and we're gonna say the say ours at the same time. Oh, this is gonna.
0: I. (laughs) Okay, cool. All right, I'm down. All
1: right, ready. Three, two, one. Josh Josh Allen. Allen. God damn it! Yes.
0: (laughs) I was, no, I was like, it would have been so funny if we did two different things, but I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we're all the same length. <laughs> like, we're a very Bills-oriented podcast right now. We're very excited Apparently. for the
1: Apparently. <laughs> all
0: right. So with that being said, I'll, I'll reveal my Super Bowl prediction because I think it's a little on the obvious side at this point. I went Bills over 49ers for the Super Bowl. Uh, I think that 49ers defense is going to do very well. Uh, in 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 stopping, uh, you know, the, in terms of stopping the NFC from really succeeding this time, I think they'll get back to the Super Bowl, uh, but they'll still lose again. This time to the Buffalo Bills, who get their first championship, and uh, yeah, like it. What do you? What, what about you? What's your Super Bowl prediction?
1: So I also have the Buffalo Bills winning the Super Bowl. There you go. Uh, but it is instead going to be against the LA Rams. Ah,
0: there you go. Because
1: I've I've had a t- like uh, I f- felt that. Matthew this Matthew Stafford trade when it happened it was like this is the Rams push to get to the Super Bowl and again calling my shots totally believe that I think that Stafford is the perfect uh person to put in a Sean McVay offense I think that uh that Henderson and Michelle are going to be great compliments to each other for his running game and I think that the Rams will just be able to put it together but I love Buffalo too much to not pick them in the end also I I thought it was funny because both of these teams are animals with horns (laughs) it's a very horny super bowl anyways guys thank you so
0: much (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah no i that that i i think i think both are possible i think yeah yeah I, i i i want it so bad for the bills fans out there but i um, you know, I think it's—is the likelihood going to be that it's going to be like Chiefs Buccaneers again? Maybe that's more likely, but we—but we that's we go, boring, right? Exactly. We got, we got, we got to spice it up a little bit. Here.
1: Chris, one thing you'll learn about Chris and I is that we're not chalk eaters. <laughs> we don't use chalk, and we certainly don't eat the chalk either.
0: Nope, damn right, <laughs> we are anti-chalk eaters. Here. Take it out of your diet. Um. Yeah. It's a. It's a lot of fun. We're we're very team chaos here. And like. And whether you're a returning viewer or returning listener, I should say, or a new listener, uh, we hope you enjoyed the first episode of the Virtual Ball Boys podcast. When we come back next week, we'll recap week one. We'll predict week two, and we'll have a fun segment. Don't know what yet, but we'll have a fun segment today. And of course, uh, follow us on Twitter. I mean, you'll, you'll hear our little ending jingle, and they'll say the same thing. But follow us on Twitter because we'll have. You know, we'll, we'll talk about if we end up having, you know, VBFL coming up anytime soon. It's, like, it's going to be a few weeks. We're not doing it right out of the gate. We're just kind of going to get warmed up to doing the weekly thing again. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll we we we'll, we'll keep you updated about what's going to be happening with the VBFL. Uh, but, of course, just uh, just follow us anyway because uh, we're cool. Yeah. Follow TCP. They do, they, they do a lot more uh, Twitter stuff and Instagram stuff than, than VBB at, does.
1: At Team Chaos Pods on Twitter. Yeah, there you go. And, you, again, you'll hear that in the jingle.
0: Uh, thank you all so much for listening
1: and we will see you next week good night and good ball virtual ball boys has been brought to you by team chaos productions find us on twitter at virtual ball boys and find more of our work at team chaos pods